following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. Are you ready to dumb it down? I'd like you to be ready. All right, good. As long as you're ready. I don't want to force you if you're not ready. If you're not ready, you're not ready. All right, you seem ready. Sounds like there's a million of you. It's hard to fit a million voices. And those people that whistle, how do they fit them all in my little earplugs? Anyway, my little earbuds, my iPhone earbuds, iPod earbuds, Apple earbuds. I don't know what you call them. Anyway, hey, everybody. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. My name is Dave Canyon. Welcome to episode 101. 101. Last episode was episode 100. I stalled and I stalled and stalled and I tried not to do it. And then eventually I did it. And I'm glad it's over with because, you know, I'm just, it's, it was an albatross around my neck, uh, around my life. And uh, I wanted it to be special. It wasn't as special as, uh, uh, as I wanted it to be, but still, it's a good episode. I have a, a couple of reviews. Hopefully, we'll be able to read them uh, for episode 100, episode 100. Anyway, it is Wednesday uh, right now, Wednesday morning, 7.22 in the morning. I'm on the New York State Thruway southbound, headed home. And um, it is January 9th, January 9th, a very special day in my life. Is it a special day in your life? Well, first of all, every day is special in my life. But I'll tell you a little something extra. And maybe every time I do a podcast on January 9th for the rest of my life, I'll mention it. And uh, maybe one day I'll, I'll remember that, hey, I don't have to mention this anymore. First of all, nobody cares. And second of all, um, I'll remember that I did mention it last year. And I probably did mention this last year. If I did an episode last year, January 9th, I probably mentioned it. But I'll mention it again because uh, I'm probably the only person in the world that does this uh, or acknowledges this. Uh, so what's the big mystery, Dave? Why don't you stop hinting and get right to it? All right, let's get right to it. So January 9th, as far as I know, I could be wrong is Richard Nixon, former President Richard Nixon's birthday. Why do I know that? Who knows that? Why would I know that? They don't, they don't probably even mention it on CNN. You know, is there ever going to be a tribute to Richard Nixon on his birthday? Although I see a lot of crap on TV right now, and maybe if I remember, there's like four different things of crap on TV. You know, let me do it now before I forget, then I'll get back to Nixon. All right, we'll get back to Nixon if I can remember. Let's do the four things now. Television is so bad. How bad is it? Television is so bad right now. Not all of it, but the worst parts of it are really bad. Well, that makes sense because it's the worst parts of television. Yes. The worst parts of television are really bad now because I'm watching TV, probably like Leah Remini's, you know, Scientology and the Aftermath, which I really enjoy. Or, you know, maybe I'm watching A Fixer Upper with Chip and Joanna Gaines, which I really enjoy. Um, Whatever I'm watching. And these commercials come on, and we are so bad now. Television is so bad. They went back, I don't know how many years, to dig up, to re-dig up, to re-expose, to re-inflame, to re-whatever, uh, to re-insult us, to re-insult our intelligence with these stories from yesteryear. But not even good stories, like really bad stories. For instance, news stories. And this is what I always say about the uh, television news. It's not news anymore. It's entertainment. It's for profit. 
they're making money. Everything they do on these networks, uh, these cable networks, it doesn't matter. It's all about making money, which I understand. I don't disagree with making money. But the thing is, it, it skews the news. They should call it the skews. Because the news is skewed. I'm not even sure if that's really true. It just sounded nice to say. The news is skewed. Um, sort of a tongue twister. So here's a couple of things they've been pushing on these uh, cable channels. They're going to redo this Casey, uh, whatever her name is, not Casey Kane, not Casey Atwood. Those are NASCAR drivers. You know, it's uh, Casey, whatever her name is. The one that, uh, I guess, she killed a baby. I don't even really remember the story. Because even when the story was going on, as a pragmatic, I didn't pay attention. I didn't pay attention. Not not 100%, but I remember there was that blonde lady that was always on HNN or HLN, whatever. And that lawyer lady, I don't remember her name. But she was always going on. It was like for days and days and days, she would exploit the story. When I say exploit, I don't say it in a bad way. I don't say it in a good way either. But that's what she would do, you know, all, 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 all day and night with this Casey and the baby and, and the father and the mother, the grandmother. I, I don't know. I, you know. She's a party girl. But how long ago was that? I don't even remember how long ago was that. Was it 10 years ago? Was it 20 years ago? Seems like forever ago. Well, they're digging it up. And they're, they're going, and now we're talking to our friends. And, and I'm sitting there going, really? Who wants to see this? Who who's sitting at the board, the boardroom at the table, saying, "Hey, I got a good idea. Why don't we dig up this old horrible story and let's revisit it?" Because you know that it's going to have a major impact on people's lives. That's going to make people's nights more entertaining and and make their lives better and easier and smarter. We're going to educate people. We're going to entertain them. We're going to inform them, and we're going to make them smarter with this Casey baby killer story, whatever her name is, and uh, all that stuff. You know, didn't she bury her under her porch? Or some craziness like that. I hate talking about it. And, and this is a major thing in my life. Like, do I talk about the really stupid things that I wish nobody would talk about? Because if I talk about wishing that they wouldn't talk about it, then I'm talking about it. So I've just brought it to your attention. And I don't I don't know what network it is. You know, they're all the same to me. Discover, TLC, A&E. You know, they, every, every, all these cable networks, they all have different versions of the same show. They all have a fixer-upper show. They all have a garage show. They all have a dating show. They all have a, you know, an Amish show. They, all, they definitely all have an Alaska show. Everything is going on in Alaska. Poor Alaska being invaded by cable TV. All they want to do is be left alone. Every, every Alaska show is about how I want to be left alone. I want to be on the grid. Meanwhile, there's a camera up there filming them and telling you where they are, where they want to be alone. And like I said in episode 100, one of these days, I think it's going to be hilarious when one TV show crashes into another show. They're like, oh, you're the guys from that show. Yeah, we're the guys from this show. Oh, well, you got to go because we're doing a segment. No, you got to go because we're doing a segment. And then there'll be a big fight between the Alaskan shows. That'd be great. And then they'll, they'll do a cartoon called, uh, what's that show, Fight to the Death in the, on the Cartoon Network. Then they used to have a, a boxing death match or a wrestling death match in a cartoon version. So they'll have one Alaska show fight another Alaska show. Um, so, uh, yeah, so the KC thing, that's one of the shows. Uh, one of the other shows is for uh, Bobbitt. Do you guys know the Bobbitt story? John Wayne, is it John Wayne Bobbitt or is it Eddie Wayne Bobbitt? Whatever. And then the wife, Mrs. Bobbitt, where uh, one night uh, Bobbitt was sleeping, Mr. Bobbitt. And then uh, Mrs. Bobbitt came in, uh, with a knife or a scissor. I don't, I don't know how she did it. And then cut off his Bobbitt. 
Yeah, sliced his bobbit. I don't know. Technically, I'm sure it's a penis. But in this particular case, I think it's funny if we refer to his penis as his last name, the bobbit. And she sli- uh, and then uh, I guess she went on the street and threw it on, uh, in the sewer or something. She threw it away and then some- oh, threw it in the grass or, you know, you know, like a scorned wife throws the clothing out the window. I think she threw the bobbit out the window. And then he went and retrieved it. You know, good thing they didn't have a dog. So, uh, I hope you guys got that. So, uh, you know, because dogs like sausages. Uh, I don't know how they are about bobbits, you know. Who doesn't like a good bobbit in the morning? You know, bobbits and eggs for breakfast. So, they're they're rehashing that story. You know, I don't even know if this is a one-time series, you know, one-time show. These are all different shows. So, you got the Casey baby killer thing in Florida. And then you got the John Wayne Bobbitt, whatever their name is, Mrs. Bobbitt, the slicing the Bobbitt off story. There's another show where they're revisiting the John Jr. You guys know John Jr.? It's, I guess that's JFK. And by the way, I can't stand this. All my life, is it RFK? Is it JFK? Is it John Kennedy? Is it Bobby Kennedy? Is it Joe Kennedy? I, I don't know this guy's name. I always thought it was JFK, John F. Kennedy. And this guy's John Jr. But I kind of feel like for some reason... I get confused because they change his name. You know, it's like, you know, guys that named, uh, you know, Dick, they, they call him Bob. It's like, why do, who does that? Why do you do that? Again, like like the people who uh, spell the name uh, S-T-E-P-H-E-N. I'm always like, well, I don't know. Is it Stefan or Stephen? And if it's Stephen, then why don't you spell it with a V? You're killing me with the P-H because I always have to ask because I don't want to be the idiot that doesn't pronounce your name right. And how do I know it's not Stefan, right? Is it ever Stefan? I know Stephanie. Do they call girls, you know, the Stephanies, they ever call her Stevie? I don't know. All right, so there's Bobbitt, there's Wayne, there's uh, Casey, with the baby killing, and then um, and then uh, and John Jr. They're going back, you know, to John Jr. You know, what made him tick? You know, blah, 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 with John Jr., John Jr. never held the public office for one for one. He's the president's, the assassinated president's son. That's what he is. He is the assassinated president's son. Kennedy's son. And of course, you know, the Kennedys is like the closest thing we have to royalty in this country. You know, before the Kardashians took over the, the mantle of royalty. So I guess the, the whole United States loved John Jr. Whatever, John, John F. Kennedy, JFK. And then, you know, he got assassinated, which was heartbreaking. And then, um, you know, and forever the mystery continues. Who killed uh, JFK? And also, uh, during the funeral, uh, for whatever reason, nobody knows why, John Jr., you know, little boy, very little at the time, three years old, four years old, five years old, somehow he knew, he knew to salute. I guess the casket was going by, whatever it was. I don't, I don't know the exact story. But he won the hearts of America as a little teeny boy before anybody knew what an incredible sex symbol he was going to become. Uh, he, uh, the cold country. Meanwhile, his poor sister, Caroline, whatever, just sat there. You know, she's like, yeah, this is dumb. Let's, can we, when are we going to go home? You know. And, but meanwhile, the, the John Jr. is saluting that little boy, and everybody loved him. And then we followed him, of course, as he got older. And it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt that he became this good-looking guy. This good-looking guy, this tall playboy, you know, and he passed the bar. It took him a couple of attempts, but he became a lawyer, so he's successful. He's got the whole Kennedy money behind him. You know, this whole thing. And listen, 
do I know if he was a nice guy or not? I'm sure he was a nice guy, and I'm sure that he, when he got pushed, he got angry because they're going to show that, you know, the times that he might have attacked a photographer or whatever. And, uh, you know, he's under a lot of pressure because he has to measure up to his dad, you know, the, the, the president who was assassinated, and the whole country loved him. Probably loved him even more because he was assassinated. So there's always that sympathy. Listen, I just talk about pragmatic, you know, I t- I'm talking pragmatically here. These are things that are true. If John Jr. was a, a short, chubby, you know, pedophile-looking guy like me, they would have dropped them a long time ago. They would have, yeah, well, let me let me let me uh, let me mention this to give you an example. Once upon a time, there was an actor. He, he's still an actor, but once upon a time, he was a little boy. He was a cute little boy. His, his name, his name was Clint Howard. Clint Howard, the brother of. Ron Howard and Clint Howard was a cute little boy that had a TV show called Gentle Ben you know about this family that lives in a log cabin or whatever I don't know and they, he's got a pet bear beer bear bear called Ben and Ben wasn't a killer Ben was a, a gentle bear so they called him Gentle Ben and that was the name of the show I, I remember watching as a kid I have no idea whether it was a good show or a bad show but he was a cute little boy and Ron Howard I don't know if he's younger or older Ron Howard, Opie, you know, you know Opie, most of you know Opie, or you know uh, Richie Cunningham from Happy Days, or you might know him from American Graffiti, or now you might know him as the director of all these incredible movies, like Splash, I guess, and whatever. But once upon a time, you know, Clint Howard was like, oh, what a cute little boy. And then he got older, and uh, not so cute. Not so cute. Now, I'm no one to talk. I'm just saying this is how America sees him. Not that cute. Not that cute at all. His head got really big. He got bald. He started to looking a little bit more like a goonie. I hate to say it. I don't know if Clint Howard is aware of this. But, you know, he did not age as well as his brother. And his brother didn't really age that well. But his brother became a big time, you know, actor and then director. Or producer and or whatever. And America loves Ron Howard. America could care less about Clint Howard. Now, if Clint Howard had grown into Brad Pitt. Let's say Brad Pitt didn't exist. But Ron, uh, but Quint, uh, Clint Howard grew into Brad Pitt. And the women who buy the Inquirer, because it's mostly women, the Inquirer and the Star and the Globe and the Examiner and all the women that work behind the scenes at the Today Show, Good Morning America, blah, blah, blah. And if Clint Howard grew up to be, mm, Clint Howard, then Clint Howard would be like John Jr., that's 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 how we are. We 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 judge. They say women you know, are deeper than that. And that's not true. Women can be deep, but they can also be very very shallow. And when it comes to celebrities, they're very shallow. They expect a lot of their husbands, like me. You know, got to get a card. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got you got you know you got to be a, you got to be a romantic. You can't you can't let your guard down. But um, anyway, so this John Junior guy became famous mostly because he's good looking. I'll give him that. Full head of hair. You know, uh, muscular and uh, athletic and smart. He's a lawyer. He's a Kennedy, blah, blah, blah. And then that one blonde got him, and, you know, and that was the end of that. You know, but the, the girls, you know, all the ladies of the United States, they didn't give up. And uh, then we, we found out he wasn't so easy to live with. And, uh, you know, there was a difficult situation. Probably it's hard to be the president's, you know, the assassinated president's son. And then, uh, and then he dies. And it was tragic how he died. It was tragic. And that made it even worse. Like, oh, my God, poor John Jr., you know, then, you know, of course, this, why is he flying an airplane on a foggy night? Why couldn't he just take a car? 
Why, why does he, what's the big rush to get to the Hamptons? Well, anyway, he crashed into the water. He died. And he killed his girlfriend, too, and I think somebody else. I think there were three people in that airplane. So, Bobbitt, Casey, John Jr., and there's another story that they're, they're talking about. I knew I was going to forget if I talked too long. There's a fourth story that they're talking about all the time. Maybe I'll remember later in the podcast. It's a fourth story. It's like, really? This story, too? Oh, was it the Clinton uh, the Clinton story with, uh, yeah, with, uh, what's her name? You know, the intern. We're going to revisit that story. All these stories from long ago that have nothing to do with anything that's going on in the country right now. We're going we're gonna to revisit the uh, Linda Tripp and, uh, you know, Bill Clinton and the intern story. And all the sex that they didn't have. All the sexual relationships he did not have with that woman. And maybe it's, it's, that's not the story. I know that's the story that's out there, but there's, there, there may be another story. It's so ridiculous. This is how bad TV is. they got to go back and revisit all these cockamamie stories. Yeah, cockamamie. What does that mean? I don't know. Cockamamie. I have no idea. Look it up. So, very disappointing. I'm going to be more, even way disappointed when I get home and I realize that wasn't really the fourth story. But I, I know it's Casey, John Jr., Bobbitt, and one of those stories. Maybe it is that story. Really, we've got to revisit that? That's going to entertain people? People are interested in revisiting that? Ugh, terrible. Well, here's what they're not revisiting. They're not revisiting Richard Nixon's birthday, which I'm pretty sure is every January 9th. And why do I know that? I know that, and I think I told the story before. I'll tell it again real quickly. It's not that fascinating of a story. I just think it's kind of interesting. That's all it is. And it, and this story is, is going to be is done. It'll never happen again because these things don't even exist anymore, really. So my father would always go to the bank. Always go to the bank and make deposits. No ATMs. You had to go inside. You had to go inside. You had to park and then go inside. So I would go with him. Sometimes, sometimes I wouldn't go with him to the bank. Sometimes he would go to the bank and he'd come home. Sometimes. I don't even know why I'm differentiating the different bank visits, but anyway. So in January, the new calendars are out. Nobody really does calendars anymore, but whatever. Maybe they do and I just don't know, but most people don't do full-size calendars anymore. And uh, he would bring you back the calendar every year. And I, I get very excited because, you know, I wanted to see where my birthday was. You know, I wanted to see, uh, I wanted to see, uh, I wanted to, you know, I would, I would uh, take care of the calendar. I was in charge of the house. Unofficially, I was in charge of the calendar. So I would mark things down on the calendar. And I like going through it month by month. I like, I like seeing the holidays, the pictures, you know, George Washington or whatever. I just, you know, I liked it. I liked the color. It was a nice it was a nice calendar from the bank, from East New York Savings Bank or whatever it was. And, you know, January is the first month of the year. So what's the first thing you see when you get the brand new calendar? You see January, first month of the year. And what's the first thing you see? Well, New Year's Day, right? You see New Year's Day. And then um, eight days later, there's a picture of Richard Nixon. That's Richard Nixon's birthday, January 9th. I had no idea. Until my father brought home the calendar. And I would always like, wow, look at that. I know something now. This is how you learn history. Your father brings you home a calendar, and that's how you learn. And that's what I do. I, I would learn when these when, when I had a memory. Now I have no memory. But when I had memory, I would look at the calendar. And I'm like, oh, wow. This is what I'm going to be. This is the day of my birthday. It's, it's a Thursday. Oh, look at this day. 
Oh, this is when the last day of school is, June 28th. Oh, look at this. You know, this is Labor. This is Memorial Day. This is my, you know, whoever. I, I just like looking at the calendar. And I would go through every month. I go, okay, that was done. I did it. I can't read right now. I can't read books. I can't read anything because I fall asleep. But back in the day, I'd read the calendar. So there you go. I think, pretty sure, you can look it up. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But today is January 9th. It's Richard Nixon's birthday. I think he would have been 120 if he had not passed away. Maybe not. Maybe a little bit younger. Not the greatest president in the world. A little paranoid. A little crazy. Whoops. All right, so there you go. Is that all I wanted to talk about? My stupid Nixon story and uh, the stupid stories that are on the cable? That might be it. Uh, how's my mom doing? If anybody's paying attention to my mom and her rehab down in uh, in Brooklyn, she's doing better. One grain of sand at a time. 0.001 better every day. Uh, I dread having to go back next week, but I will. How's the job going? Is it, is it good to be back at work? Yeah, it's good enough. Oh, I know what I want to do. I wanted to read some reviews. Let me see. If I do this, is this thing going to keep on recording? Yes. It keeps on recording. All right, so let me see if I can get these pictures up. I'm scrolling my phone right now, and I'm really hoping that this recording doesn't stop while I'm doing this. Where's my pictures? All right. Well, that's not my pictures. What is this? I just want today's pictures. Today. All right, here we go. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's... Uh, how many pictures? Are there? All right, there we go. So, uh, episode 100, I made some references to my lack of intelligence. And uh, I got a letter about... Uh, I got a comment, not a letter. I got a comment in the chat, uh, in the yeah, in the chat part of the Spreaker platform that I love so much. Spreaker, thank you, Spreaker. Spreaker. So Gail Nobles, Gail Nobles writes, "No brain, huh?" It's very antagonistic right from the start. I like Gail, but you know, no brain, huh? But you can podcast. That's a sign that you have a brain. Anger and sadness, we all have it. But that doesn't make me feel better. We are flesh. We're human. You put yourself down a lot. You want to be smarter? You can learn to read. Gail, I, I appreciate I really do. I, uh, no, no, no kidding. I really do appreciate you writing in the chat room. Thank you very much for participating. Thanks for listening to the show. She listened to the whole show probably. But um, no, I can't read. I can't. I, I can't stay awake. I've been trying for 55 years. I can't stay awake. I did a good job with comic books back in the day, but I got to be honest with you. I, sometimes I didn't, I didn't really understand the story. <laughs> I just, you know, I know it's Green Lantern or whatever. Like, uh, I'm not really getting the story. But I like the artwork and I kind of, uh, you know, pretended to read it and finish it. Uh, and I would read the ads because the ads were like for toys and stuff like that. But yeah, I have a hard time reading. Even right now, I'm like, I already. Be- Read that story, that little paragraph may be tired. Yeah, that's how I fall asleep, I read. I don't like doing it, but if I have to, I will. Um, Linda Irwin from Awesome Insanity Surfers. Surfers, Awesome Insanity Surfers, AIS. She wrote, she wrote, yeah, she wrote, right. At one time, I had over 500, in quotations, friends on Fakebook. I thinned it down to 200 or so. Then I deactivated. So no doubt, a bunch dropped me when they saw I was gone. I still have Messenger, though. All right, there you go. Nice little letter from Linda. Another letter from Linda. I Because I was driving down to Brooklyn without my seatbelts on. 
I'm wearing a seatbelt now, and I feel like an idiot. I don't need seatbelts, but whatever. I hate seatbelts, especially in the winter. Too tight across my tummy with my puffy parker. <laughs> That's true. I hate that when you have a puffy parker and you have a seatbelt. It's so it's so uncomfortable. I expend a huge amount of energy trying to get a pull to where it will latch. Right. And if you hit a bump, it pins you back in the seat where you cannot even move. Yes, I hate that. I hate that a lot. And uh, Linda wrote some other stuff that I just didn't uh, uh, take a picture of. And I can't go in to Dumbing It Down with Dave while I'm in recording Dumbing It Down with Dave. So that's it. There's a couple of others I read. Thank you, Linda, for your comments. I really appreciate you listening and commenting, engaging me in the chat room. And thank you, Gail, as well. And I think Doug Salomon, I think you were in there also. So thank you for, uh, you know, Doug always running funny stuff. And uh, there you go. That's uh, episode of 100 in the books. This is episode 101. Not really much going on. Uh, I'm back at work. I'm tired. I got to get used to working at nights. But it will be nice to get that paycheck at the end of the week. And uh, that's it. All right. Just stop raining. If it wasn't raining up in Albany, I might have stayed. But I'm tired. I'm gonna take a shower, get some sleep, go back to work, and um, maybe I'll stay. I'll stay up at uh, Rensselaer starting tomorrow. I'll sleep in the car and I'll start going Planet Fitness. I really do gotta lose this, you know, this weight. Well, that's it. Oh, and uh, I have a poll, folks. If you're listening, you know, sometime around January 9th, January 10th, I have a poll. I think on Facebook and on Twitter. It's a it's a seatbelt poll. I think the one on Facebook is yes or no. Would you? If you if the if they change the law, if they change the law, would you wear a seatbelt? If they if it wasn't the law, would you still want to wear a seatbelt? So I, I think I had the poll. It's a lot of fun. If you can engage the poll, is it the poll and dumbing it down with Dave, or is it with Dave Canyon? I'm not really sure. I should remember, right? <laughs> but I don't remember. I think it's on with Dave Canyon. Look out! Look at my wall, Dave Canyon's wall, and see if you can find that picture. Um, you know that poll. And then there's another poll I put down. Uh, I think there was another one. Uh, anyway, I can't describe it. I'm too tired to describe it. But So don't forget to look for me on Dave's Fit Life on Facebook. You know, on Fakebook. If you haven't already, join the Dumbing It Down with, with Dave group. If you can join it, don't forget to tweet us. Tweet me, not us. Tweet me at, uh, at Dumb With Dave, at Dave Canyon. And uh, look for my Dumbing It Down With Dave uh, Facebook group. And now my Dave's Fit Life. Facebook group and all that stuff. All right, I'm starting to nod off. I'm tired while driving. This is really painful. I talked and I sucked out all the air out of my body. All right, that's it. Anything else? I probably am forgetting something. No, maybe I'm not. I'm forgetting nothing. Maybe I got to give myself more credit than I deserve. Uh, I have, my memory's not as bad as I thought. All right, there you go. 27 minutes. Not bad for dumbing it down with Dave. So we'll end it. I can always do another one tomorrow. All right? And, uh... Yeah, that's it. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to uh, tweet me, you know, at Done With Dave. And uh, also, when you get a chance, uh, hop on over to Dave's Fit Life on YouTube and uh, see if you can uh, subscribe. I really could use some subscribers. Really falling back big time on the subscribers. And nothing happens when you subscribe. You hit the button, you subscribe, and that's it. Nothing happens. You don't have to worry about being bothered. Nobody's going to bother you. Nothing's going to happen to your life. Nothing's going to change. You'll just be a subscriber. What does that mean? means nothing to you. It means everything to me. So, there you go. All right. Goodbye. Good day. Good night. Good luck. Good riddance. Good rats. Godspeed.
and great skills. Thank you, folks. See, all eight. I did it. I had to do it slow this time. I'm really tired. Uh, yeah. Goodbye, folks. Thank you for everything. Happy New Year. Again. What is the limitation on Happy New Year? January 30th. 30 days have September, April, June, November. January 31st. Is that the last New Year's Day? How long before you take down your decorations? Have you done it already? Do you do it right after Christmas or do you do it right after New Year's? Or do you keep everything up until January, you know, the last day of January? What's your deal with decorations? Where about these political people? When do they pick up their, their yard signs, you know, when they run for office back in November? When do they pick up those stupid signs that are littering the landscape? All right. Now, these are just questions I put out there. Thank you, folks. Once again, Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave. I've been your host since episode zero. Or, yeah, I was in previews. Now we're at episode 101. Wow. And Dave's Fit Life is at uh, episode 24. So things are moving along quite slowly, which is fine. No rush. I'm not in a rush to do bad productions. Thanks, guys. Take care. We'll We'll see you again soon. Maybe in a few days. Bye.